It's the Blue Line Brief. I'm Steve Titchener here with the Devils' own Matt Lachlan. And we have a series, Matt. Wow. Devils are down 0-2 and out of sync at the Rock. I mean, you got to give the Rangers credit. But uh, the Devils have been a good road team. And they pull out the win at the Garden on a Dougie Hamilton OT goal. The best guy in the uh, ice, Matt, was Akira Schmidt. That was a big call uh, by Ruff, and it paid off. Yeah, I wasn't sure that it was necessarily the right call. Uh, when we discussed it on the radio, Chico Resch and myself, I, you know, I wasn't sure that you move away from Vanacek. He wasn't at fault. Yes, he had given up nine goals. One of the 10 scored by the Rangers was into an empty net. But I didn't think he looked overmatched or overwhelmed. But in thinking about it and discussing it with a couple of former players, you know, they all said, well, if nothing's changed, nothing's changed. So when you go into the room and you go, okay, what are we doing here? We haven't shaken anything up. And you get a little bump, a little injection of life when you look around and say, okay, new guy in goal. And it certainly worked out. Yes, it did. And, you know, the Rangers just killed the Devils at the Rock with their power play and not so much at the Garden. Devils made some adjustments there. What were they, Matt? Well, first off, you know, Schmidt made saves mm -hmm. in the beginning. It was an early power play in the first where he had to come up big, particularly one point blank shot from the slot by Mika Zibanejad. Uh, so that that was it. But what they did is they took Chris Kreider away. So they decided that there was too much space given to him. That's obvious. He was wide open for his three deflections. He has four overall, but one actually bounced off of accidentally. But they decided that they were going to have to challenge him a little bit more and let some of the other Rangers beat the goalie if they could and keep the shots to the outside. And that's, for the most part, what they did. They were able to get sticks on passes. Uh, anytime Kreider was set up and the looked like a path to him was going to be created. What they did is they took the defenseman near Kreider. He went out to the half wall to challenge a little bit Patrick Kane just to make him think about something. And then the defenseman on the other side, the right side, came over and fronted uh, Kreider. So there was no pass to him. So the Rangers had to find another guy to beat the goalie. So they had some chances. They failed to do so. It was a good strategy. We'll see what happens. Uh, they've got to stay out of the box. Five is way too many to take, but they were able to kill them off. Now, given that, they still, you know, it could have gone either way. It was a good uh, shot by Dougie Hamilton, top shelf there to end it. But still, the Devils really haven't opened it up the way you think they would be. I mean, the, the Rangers have played pretty good defense, and, Sh uh, and Shesterkin has been great. So, I mean, this is still uh, this this is a tough series here. Well, it's not going to be easy, despite the fact that they got back into it and they've given the Rangers something to think about. You know, momentum swings in the postseason are enormous. If the Devils can carry over some of the success, then suddenly uh, they tied it up at two and it becomes the best out of three series. But things still favor the Rangers. There's no doubt about that. They've done a very good job containing the Devils' star players. But a little bit of a seed of doubt has to have been planted. If not doubt, then at least on the Devils' side, a seed of confidence has been planted in that team. And that will make it it'll make it interesting on Monday. What happens is anyone's guess. I think it'll be an engaging game, though. I think these two teams are playing at a very high energy level, engagement level, and I expect similar result to Saturday night, uh, although it, it just may not go the devil's way. That's the nature of sports. You know, Hamilton scores a bunch of goals as a defenseman. What, what do you see in his game there? Why is he so good at goal scoring? Well, he's got a terrific shot, but he's reluctant at times 
to move along the blue line and get the shot through. Now this was a different one. He kind of came down the right, right wing and, and took a pass and banked it home. He's got a very good shot and he's fairly mobile and all those things work to his favor. Uh, you know, finally last night he was much more engaged offensively. Sometimes he can get trapped where he's not moving his feet and he's not nearly as effective. When we start sliding along the blue line, trying to create a little space, moving down low, you don't know where he is coming back high. Uh, that certainly is a strategy that has benefited him. And, you know, and last night he just saw an opening. I don't know why Ryan Lindgren left that spot to come over to Jesper Brad, but the, the wing was wide open and Dougie put it home. And Jack Hughes, big power play goal. Do you think he'll get going now? Well, you know, that's the hope. I mean, he hasn't scored an even strength goal. In fact, Hamilton's goal is the only even strength goal that they scored in this mm -hmm. series. Uh, but Jack, Jack definitely is engaged. He hasn't been able to, it's been hard. Like you said, the Rangers have done a good job defensively. They've been able to keep the devils for the most part to the outside. Last night was the first time they were able to get inside and, and look for tips and look for rebounds. So they're going to have to do more of that. If, if the goalie sees it, he's going to stop them. But, uh, you know, the Rangers have been running Jack every chance they get. They understand how important he is. Uh, uh, you know, it could be the spark. You, you just don't know. Well, look, the devil's back in it and back at it Monday night at the Garden. It's going to be a, I think it's going to go uh, a little longer here, Matt. Maybe we'll have a, a seven games here. It'll be really exciting. So let's take a look at the Islanders. Uh, two close losses in Carolina, but they come home with a convincing win on the island. So like you said, they got a shot here. Well, they do. Um, you know, the series basically is where you would expect it to be when on the home ice and then, you know, see what happens in that odd game. If it gets to a game seven, I mean, Carolina's just banged up. I don't know how they're going to be able to sustain things long-term, but that doesn't mean that they can't get through this series and win it. They're still in the catbird seat. The Islanders are not a particularly dynamic team, but they play a style of game that, you know, you could call it boring, but what it is, it's a very simple game. And it's, it's kind of like in tennis, you just get the ball back and make the other player have an unforced error. And that's what they're hoping for time and time again. It's frustrating to play against. It's probably not too exciting to play, but if you win, that's what it's all about. So yeah, I'd still say Caroline is favored a little bit. The goaltending is definitely tilted the Islanders way. That's where their big advantage is. And again, injuries are starting to pile up on Carolina and the war of attrition that is the playoffs has begun early for the hurricane. Right. And they dropped the puck at one o'clock today. So uh, we'll see how that series moves along. And then Toronto with a nice late goal and then an OT win at Tampa. Uh, it looks like they may end the uh, lightning's reign in the East, Matt. <laughs> well, they've had so many chances to beat Tampa Bay over the years and they have failed to do so. And so until they do, I don't know, Victor Hedman came back that helped Tampa Bay. He's just a wonderful defenseman. Uh, but Toronto's a good team. They just have to have a little bit of confidence and that comeback scoring late, as mm -hmm. you mentioned, and then the OT game winner uh, certainly should uh, give them a, a nice juice uh, and, and a nice shot of, of confidence. Look, they, Toronto's got all that it needs. It's, it's goaltending is questionable, you know, vis-a-vis -vis some other guys, particularly Tampa Bay with Andre Vasilevsky. But this is not the same Tampa Bay team. Uh, they don't have a lot of the 
hardcore depth players they had in their championship run, even going to the final last year. Uh, Father time is taking its toll a little bit. I I don't think they're going to get out of this series. All right, well, we'll follow this whole thing. Maybe we'll take a look next time at the uh, West there, Matt, but we'll follow this thing all the way to the end. Uh, This is the Blue Line Brief. I'm Steve Titchener here with Matt Locke. We'll come at you weekly throughout the playoffs. Check us out on Spotify, on uh, iTunes, on Stitcher, where you find your uh, podcast. You'll you'll find us also our site, moresportsnow.com. And we'll check in in another uh, week or so. Thanks, Matt. Sounds good, Steve. Talk to you.